Hey, thank you for joining the Bruce Line Roadshow. I'm your host, Daryl. And today we've got a little bit of a special episode. We're kicking off our series, No Place Like Home. And of course, the Bruce Line was founded as a tour bus here in Fishers. So we're very happy to welcome the mayor of Fishers, Scott Fadness. Welcome, Scott. Thank you. Good afternoon. So I've talked to a number of the breweries here in town, and the series will be coming out shortly. They've given me lots of ideas about why they chose Fishers. But tell me what you think some of the best things of, about Fishers, Indiana. Yeah, I think first and foremost are the people that call Fishers home. You know, you know as well as I do, uh, in Fishers you have a young population, hardworking, educated, family-oriented. Uh, that has always been kind of the, the backbone of the Fishers community, if you will. But layered on, to, on top of that nowadays, you have a lot of folks that are empty nesters that are calling Fishers home. 20 years ago, you wouldn't have found too many of those around. But today, there's an awful lot of them. And so you have this great combination of young, hardworking families. And then you have some folks who have closed that chapter and are now on to a different chapter. And they have two things that young, hardworking families don't have. They have discretionary time and they have discretionary money. And so I think what's really fueling some of the, the culinary scene here in the city of Fishers is that kind of combination of, again, people who are um, educated, have good jobs, and, and, and want to enjoy themselves when they're out for a night away from their kids. And then you have these folks that are calling uh, Fishers home that maybe are over 55 and older and uh, are enjoying their next uh, chapter of life. Yeah, and I happen to fall into that. Yeah. Uh, so, as you know, I've been here for about 28 years, yeah. so we've we've crossed paths a few times. Absolutely. But I've also, over the past several years, seen Fishers become also more of a destination. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about why people should come visit Fishers. Yeah, well, it has changed, and it's going to change even more. This year is going to be kind of an inflection point for the city. You know, when Top Golf got here, when Ikea got here, people started to say, oh, I, you know, I haven't been to Fishers lately, but now I have a reason to. When the yard, or I should say the district, came along with all those restaurants and it became a culinary destination, that added another reason for why people wanted to be here. And layered on top of that now, we're going to put, we're going to dump a lot of gasoline on the fire, so to speak, with the arena that will open in November, which will be home to uh, a football, arena football team, an Indy Fuel hockey team. And there's about a billion dollars of development all around it that's going to occur. And then on top of that, you have the Andretti Global Headquarters that will be here that broke ground this uh, this month. So you add up all that, the next 24 months are going to be pretty electric here in the city of Fishers. Not only for the people that live here, but really anyone on the northeast side of Indianapolis. I think this area will be a place that many will come visit. Yeah, and chances are they might drink a little craft beer here, uh, too. There's a good chance of that. I talked to Dave Colt over at Sun King. Dave had nothing but great things to say about the city and about your role in helping bring Sun King uh, to Fisher. So yeah. elaborate a little bit on that. Well, it, it seems like a long time ago now. Uh, I got to know the Sun King guys uh, early on when Sun King was just really coming into their own. And I firmly believe that they were bringing kind of a culinary experience. The craft brewery industry, at least in Indiana, was just in its early stages at that point. And there was just an it factor about what they were doing. And I felt like they were kind of best in class at the time. And so when they started talking about an expansion, we worked really hard to recruit them and say, hey, I think Fishers is the right place for you to be. And part of that was when I was uh, running for office the first time, I'd go out into all these people's homes and be talking to them about why they love Fishers. And they had all these reasons why they loved it. 
And I asked, well, is there anything we can improve upon? And most of them would say, we want a more dynamic scene to go out to eat. We want a more dynamic scene to go out and have a drink or be entertained. And so to try to accommodate for that, we, we went after, you know, what we view as the best in class, at least in central Indiana. And, um, so it was fun knowing Clay and Dave and, I mean, and Omar. I mean, I know all those guys from way back then. And to see what they've built is really pretty extraordinary. Yeah, they their newest destination or one of their newest destinations is a place a little bit warmer. Oh, uh, yeah, Florida, right? They're yeah, doing, down they're in doing Sarasota. Right down there. Hey, I want to divert just a little bit and talk about recreation yeah. as, it, as it has tied in with some of the culinary and the nightlife. So we have world-class sand volleyball courts yeah. over at Pinheads. But on the brewery scene, we now have some world-class pickleball courts over at Mashcraft. And I hear yeah. there's some more pickleball coming our way. Yeah, it's a great point. You know, I love the activation. What Mashcraft has done on the Allisonville Road corridor uh, is really extraordinary. And, it's, and I will say the west side of Fishers has really adopted Mashcraft as their their local watering hole, if you will. And I love I love that about it. It gives some character to that Allisonville Road corridor. And pickleball has certainly been a component of that there in the parking lot. You do bring up, um, along with the arena, there's a new uh, development going in right next to the arena called Chicken and Pickle. And for those of you that haven't seen this uh, facility around the country, it's probably one of the hottest retail uh, concepts out there. It's a lot like Top Golf, but for people who are obsessed about pickleball. We are fortunate enough to get them to uh, locate here at the arena. They, they just closed on the land and hopefully will break ground in April. And the numbers coming out of these places around the country are staggering. They will, uh, in a lot of places, they have outpaced Top Golf in terms of uh, revenue and uh, alcohol sales and unique visitors to the tune of a half a million unique visitors a year. So it is really just a juggernaut in its own right, and we're excited to bring that to the Fishers community. We think it's not only fun for adults, but families are going to uh, love being a part of that. Yeah, hopefully with uh, all the pickleball going on, we won't have to get some more physical p therapy clinics here. Oh uh, well, I don't Fishers know if you well. drink too much and play pickleball, there might be a problem. But um, it could be. It could but no, be. I think it it speaks to this kind of healthier lifestyle where people want to get out, they want to be outdoors, they want to engage. They want to be around good food, good cocktails, you know, good beer, and just socialize and be a part of the community. And I think that active lifestyle is really important, and uh, we're excited to bring the amenities to support it. Yeah, so you've talked a little bit about the dual identity, the families, and the empty nesters. Uh, if you had to describe just the character of Fishers as a, as a community, what are some of the values, some of the traditions yeah. that you'd like people to know about Fishers? You know, I, I was... You know, we used to always say, and I still say smart, vibrant, and entrepreneurial, but when we're talking about the character and value of our people, they are exceptionally hardworking, they're educated, they care deeply for their family, they like to work hard, and they like to play hard. And, um, and I love that about Fisher's uh, residence. It's what's made us a special place to live, and now you're seeing that it's also a special place to work. You have a lot of great companies moving here. And then layered on top of that, it's actually now a really fun and dynamic place to be a part of when you are being uh, when you want to go get entertained or you want to recreate. Um, so when you add all that together, I, just, I think some of Fisher's best years to date are in the very near future. Yeah, it sounds great. So tell me a little bit about some of the activities you get involved in with your family, some yeah. of the events you take in. 
Um, you've, well, ra- you've raised your, your, your family yeah, my here. my family this year, I've grown, certainly I have three boys. One's nine, one's five, and one's three. So I'm at that, I'm in a different chapter than you are now, right? But I love every minute of it. Uh, we're a busy family. Uh, my, my sons are, are active in sports. I coach my son's basketball team. Uh, my son's big into soccer. Two of them are big into soccer. My wife and I, we love, love, love the farmer's market. So we're here almost every Saturday in the summertime. We just love the sense of community you get with the farmer's market. We love going out to eat uh, around town and just seeing so many people that we know. And and uh, we're big hikers, too. So we love checking out our parks, Ritchie Woods, um, Geist Waterfront Park. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're out and about a lot. We're a very active family. Yeah, it's very rare to have a uh, community in the middle of Indiana that has two beaches. It is. Uh, yeah, that's pretty extraordinary. Yeah. So in terms of you talked a little bit about the uh, the future of fishers. What are some of those newer opportunities? Obviously, all the development we, we just discussed. But what are some, maybe some challenges or threats that we might face as a city going forward? Well, I think anytime you have a lot of growth, um, growth, it can be both an opportunity and a challenge. And so when we grow, so we're going to have 150 events a year at the arena. We have to make sure we have the infrastructure to meet the needs of that, right? So people can get in and out and and transportation works. Anytime you're growing and and you want to maintain safety, I mean, we've always been a very, very safe community. We don't want to lose that. And so having all these dynamic and great and interesting and fun things while at the same time making sure that people, when they do have those experiences, that they're safe um, is another big challenge. And so we're trying to bring all that to bear to really create a quality of life that really won't be rivaled anywhere in central Indiana, maybe anywhere in the Midwest. So our team is kind of laser focused on that right now. So let's talk a little bit about craft breweries and how they engage with some of the things that you do here in the city, Yeah, what they get involved in, and how that, you you, you know, you mentioned Mashcraft and kind of yeah. carving out their niche, but how they are carving out their niche here in Fishers. You know, we, we talked a little bit before we started yeah. about King Jug, so I'd love yeah. to just kind of hear your, your bent on that, if I will. Well, I think in a world today that is constantly seeking authenticity, I think uh, breweries, when done correctly, can certainly create an authentic reflection of where they're at. So, you know, Mashcraft has worked really hard to become embedded in the Allisonville Road Corridor and the residents over there have adopted it as their own. King Jug down here, they're doing some really interesting work and it's become almost like a neighborhood place. Sun King has dominated that in central Indiana for a long time. And so they become our common gathering places. They become places where we meet our friends and celebrate things or or vent over a tough time we're going through in our lives. Like all those things happen inside the walls of those facilities. And it's kind of what makes a community vibrant. And uh, so I think they've played a key role in making Fishers more than just a place where you have your your home, but it's really where you share your life. And I, I think, you know, the breweries have played a, a role in that. Great. Well, we're going to go to the second part of this. Okay. And we're, we call this the personal speed round. All right. This is the, these are the difficult questions. So are you, are you ready? I am. Uh, First thing, we, we would be remiss if we didn't ask a uh, favorite beer style. Don't have to name the brewery. Don't have to. Okay. I know you love all your children. But, <laughs> but favorite beer style. Yeah, you know, in full transparency, I'm, I'm definitely a bourbon guy more than I'm a beer guy. But if I have to have a beer, it would be some sort of lager of some sort. 
Well, maybe we have to come back for the distillery episode when that happens. If you do, we can have that conversation, <laughs> sure. Oh. How about uh, favorite college basketball team? Well, uh, I watched the IU-Purdue game the other night, and much to my chagrin, uh, I am an IU grad, so I'd have to say IU, even though it's hard these days to be an IU fan. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, okay, Buffalo Wings, flats or drummies? Drummies. Pickles or no pickles on no the tenderloin? Yeah, no pickles. No pickles on tenderloin. Yeah. Hot dogs, ketchup or mustard, or both? Just ketchup. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Not a mustard guy. Yeah. Well, I'm a Chicago guy, and if you happen to put ketchup on a hot dog in Chicago, you might want to look over your shoulder. <laughs> um, well, hey, Scott, I really appreciate yeah. you taking some time with us today. It's giving us a little bit of flavor uh, of Fishers from your perspective. Yeah. Certainly a great place to come and have a beer, great place to, to hit all the parks. And I'm a hockey guy, so I can't wait nice. for the fuel Good to come in. Tickets.